2: What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast. Presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app and use that promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, Big Dave is at Bow. B A W L Sports. Will the GOAT. Will underscore do Adult. Our pal producer Joey Spathis is at Joey Spathis. Follow that man. The climb to one thousand continues. On the way. We are C H G O underscore bulls. Mm. Climb to five k.
1: As opposed to C H G O overscore.
2: What is an overscore? Does, I don't know. Is that I a thing that exists cool. on a
0: keyboard? I just thought it was cool to say. I think that's when you win a basketball game.
2: Oh, <laughs> you score more. You overscore. What's that like? I don't know. Wait, I don't know. Bulls are on a three game skid right now. I forgot what it feels like to win a basketball game. That's true. That's true. Just look at the trophy. (laughs) Boo! Oh, goodness gracious. What's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Hope you all enjoy the beginning of your week. Hey, Josh. We were off yesterday. Uh, Bulls off yesterday and today. Yeah. Back in action tomorrow against the Washington Wizards. Finally back home after that long road trip, trying to get back on track. Uh, Gentlemen, how are you? How was pretty your good. Monday? Everybody feeling okay? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. I had some pizza for breakfast. Mmm. Yeah? Well, yes like vegan fake too. cheese cold, pizza? Cold,
1: cold pizza? Uh, no, no, no. I have a pizzazz, so, you know, I just tossed
2: that joint on wow. a pizzazz. So jealous that you still that have a pizzazz. Buddy. That yeah,
3: is, buddy. What's a pizzazz? Oh, oh,
2: Joseph. It is a device <laughs> that they used to sell. Mm-hmm. That is basically just a very hot rotating circle, Joey, that you could just watch your pizza cook on in the open. Yes. But they were discontinued because it was way too easy Mm -hmm. to severely burn yourself on this kitchen appliance whilst it was cooking your frozen pizzas. If you're a ridiculous person. But it cooked frozen pizzas perfectly.
1: And it dings when it cuts off and then it shuts down and your pizza continues rotating and it cools it. While it's continuing to rotate. So I don't know how people were burning themselves on this thing. It's ridiculous. But I wish they didn't discontinue it. But it's fine. I have mine. I use it often. I recommend it for you. How long have you had it? Oh, man. Uh, I'm saying when I moved in my first apartment here in Chicago. So, like, early, like, 2000. Eight maybe or something. Right, like that. I
2: was because I got my brother one and I got one of my roommates one for the same year for Christmas and I think it was like two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Yeah, so was, they were still being made at that point. It was I my it roommate's
1: lasts. girlfriend's and they just gave it to me because they saw I loved it more than they did. I mean, it. what could you not? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, dude, you do anything with this? I'm toasting sandwiches on this thing. I was, I was yes, mm. you can toast sandwiches, mm. man. It's toasting sandwich. This one I was still eating meat. So I'm toasting like meatball sandwiches on that joint.
2: Back when you mm. still let yourself enjoy things,
1: mm, 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 man. Back when I didn't know any better. So yeah, it was great. It was great, man. I love that thing. It's still amazing. I highly recommend. It. If you can get one on eBay or something, I highly recommend the pizzas, man. Get on down. Get on down. Mm, mm. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you want to say something about meat, don't you?
2: <laughs> no, I was actually more curious as to how what kind of frozen pizza you could cook on that thing. Because you, you like, don't even eat cheese, right? Yeah, You're I like, cheese. Oh, vegan, vegan pizza. Pe- what is a vegan frozen pizza made I, of? Well, I, I do have two just of those. cardboard? In the
1: freezer. <laughs> I do have two of those in the freezer. And, and I'll happily bring you in one, man. If you just want not just say the word. I'll bring you some. But I, I do eat regular pizza. Like you. He's
0: like, I'm good. Yeah. He don't know. He just don't know.
2: Regular pizza with, like, actual meat toppings on it. No, no, no. Like, cheese mm. and, and some veggies on it and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Uh, before we came here Sunday to watch the Bull's Place Sunday night, mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, I was enjoying uh, some some uh, pizza and, and drinks with some friends. Nice. We ordered from, nice. shout out, Art of Pizza. Oh, uh, almost did too. Nice. Will Purdue's least favorite pizza topping combo of Italian beef pizza. <laughs> he can't stand it. Slice Italian beef and yeah. jarred on a pizza. Didn't Still one of my that? favorite Chicago eats in the world.
0: Didn't we get that when hiking was in town? I think you got that there. We did, there yeah. We? When we
2: all met up at Parlor that yeah. one time. Shout that sound hiking yeah. man. Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. It's so like taking the, the greatness of that. Italian beef sandwiches and the greatness of pizza and then having and putting them together.
1: Shout out to a I shout out to you, man. No red meat for you this year. That's fine. That's he cool. He said I eat vegan a couple <laughs> times throughout the week. Meaning you know, yeah. the rest of
2: the week he eats like a normal person.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about the other comment on the screen right there. Oh, okay. It says no red meat this year. Oh, pfft. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: a waste of a year. Uh, speaking of a waste of a year, how about these bulls, huh? Damn. Um, nah, nah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Later on in today's show, Dr. Dave is going to check in. It to is, help. Vince. Uh, yes. Some of you. Off the ledge, and some of you includes me because I'm I'm pretty mm. close to teetering on that ledge right now. I don't know about you over there, Will, but uh, let's let's just <laughs> let's just start with this. Will, you were at practice today. Anything p- interesting popping up on this team now that they're back from their road trip? I did see one injury update mm. out of today's practice, which is the Javante Green, who has missed the last couple, still looks to be doubtful to play tomorrow against the Wizards mm. with that uh, lingering injury. Not great. But it means another start for Patrick Williams, likely, right?
0: It means likely another start for Patrick. Uh, Caruso was also on the injury report against the Mm. Kings, and I believe against the Warriors as well before he was listed as a starter with the sprained foot. Um, He was in and out of practice today, apparently, but Billy thinks he should be okay for Mm. tomorrow against the Wizards. Wow, oh, it's already Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. They're playing tomorrow. Tomorrow, boy. you know, to mentally, emotionally prepare myself for a <laughs> the game The Wizards,
2: tournament. yes. The Wizards. You actually got to, like, go to the game I gotta tomorrow for yeah, the first time in forever. Yeah. It
0: really, going to practice today was strange because mm. I haven't been there in, like, two weeks. Yeah. I was like, who, I don't know. They
1: even were on know. the road for a long time. They were on the road for a long time. how they look to you? Like, did they
0: look like they were kind of down or they seemed kind of upbeat? Um, the only person that we really got a chance to see was Alex. The rest of the guys were only let in after practice o- is over. So some of them are still doing like shooting games, shooting drills. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you'll see like the, you know, the th- third string guys and some of the assistant player development coaches or, mm-hmm. uh, the G League guys, if they're up they'll, they'll be playing five on five cause they didn't get as much run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today there were guys just shooting. They went like two hours of practice today, which oh, was wow. like, Oilanesque. Okay. esque yeah. pretty long. Um, so we didn't really see much of anything after practice, except for Caruso went uh, okay. went to the podium.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. Just gonna, just, it, gonna just gonna let that boil and slide, Joey. Really? I,
0: I, yeah, I was
1: thinking on Joey too. That's why I said, "Well, Joey." Well, I was focusing
2: on doing something with Whale as Captain America.
1: You know, you know, Joey's got sixteen things. Were,
2: were you working on a Captain America Photoshop?
0: Yes. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: I don't know what the best way to do it is, so maybe
3: we'll just leave it.
0: Uh, no, you'll figure it out. I'd, I'd trust you. Wait,
3: You're wait, enjoying, sorry. Joey
0: spat this,
1: sir. There you uh, go. Thank
2: you. There we Cleanse are. the brain. There we are. There we go. Who no, are we? you? right on time, Rex. We, Rex. You're not what, late.
1: What are we talking about? You're right on time, Rex.
2: Oh, goodness. All right, guys. Uh, so we wanted to do something new today, a new segment that we're going to call Bull or No Bull, which is essentially looking at what the Bulls are doing right now. From a stats perspective, whether it be as a, a team stat or a player's individual stat, <laughs> put horns on it. Oh man, what is that like <laughs> the holiday poop emoji? Yeah, put some no, horns. No, it's
3: like on a it. bull's colored poop. No, yeah. I
2: get that, but like I didn't even know you could. Did you do that yourself? Yeah, or I did the you Diversify did the colors. Of no, the poop no, emoji? did that myself. Okay, yeah, put some horns on it. You'll be on point.
3: <laughs> oh, some horns because it's like a bull. Yeah, put some that, horns. That would be and good. the unibrow. And
2: then to be bull, huh? You get it? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. was
3: just you know the beta version of the graphic. Phase
2: one. Although I don't know, I don't, I don't want you know my poop emoji used to have horns that sounds painful
1: yeah but it ain't coming out of you you'll be fine and if it is uh, there, uh, there was a it?
0: there's a a, a so vegan joke in there somewhere that I, 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 I think i, was just about I to think give you him missed one. out on it i was
1: just about to give him one i was about to say well you know that that's what happens when you eat that italian pizza i was just about to throw that at him you
2: you know Italian italian pizza doesn't have <laughs> horns on it <laughs> feels like it does Feels like it does.
1: <laughs> a couple hours in the bathroom, uh, we'll So
2: basically, bull means we see it as maybe a coincidence, <laughs> a trend that's not likely to continue, and no bull means it's it's legitimate. We think that this this stat is what it is and will continue to be so. Okay. Um, so we wanted to start with a couple of big-picture ones, that being the, this Bulls team, what they're doing collectively mm. on the defensive and offensive ends. They are still... Right now, a better defensive team than offensive team, which is still kind of weird to me to think about. But as of today, they have a defensive rating of 111 exactly, which Mm is tied for 11th in the NBA. So not quite in that top 10 territory, but right on the cusp of it. Do we think that that is sustainable? Do we think that this Bulls team is this good defensively and can keep this up throughout the remainder of the season, Dave?
1: Uh, I say no bull on that. Yeah, uh, I think that defense is good. Uh, this one thing that uh, Will's favorite word that continuity has helped. It's it's been their defense. Um, they We're have, have been, to start
0: neuralizing me when people <laughs> say continuity. <laughs> it
1: it is it is it is played into into their hands, and it's the one thing that they have been able to hang their hat on uh, this season. And yeah, it's it's, uh, it's the one thing you can just look at and be like. That's sustainable. Like, I don't think it's weird that the Bulls are a good defensive team. It doesn't feel fluky when I watch them uh, play that kind of defense, especially with your best players as far as defensively. Look at the guys who they are. You know, these are all really good defend- defensive guys. Like, Alex Caruso is amazing mm-hmm. on defense. Uh, Javante Green, when he's in those passing lanes, starts that transition. Uh, Ayo Dosumu can lock down a guard. We've seen it. He can do those things. Uh, when Patrick Williams uh, gets going, he is a solid defender out there. So, your main guy, your big 3 aren't, you know, your best defenders, but this year they've been putting in more of an effort on on the defensive end than I've seen uh more so than last year. There's been more effort. I'm not saying it's it's worked 100% for them, but there's definitely been more effort among those guys, but yeah, I I'm going to say no bull on that. that it doesn't surprise me that their defense is good.
0: I'm going to say bull. Uh-oh. I think 11 is just a little high. I'm not, like, saying that they're going to be 23rd the way they were last year. Mm -hmm. By the way, they were
2: 23rd last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, After the first quarter, third uh, (laughs) or so of the season, they 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 were were flirting with being a top-ten defense. Correct. Correct. Just like this.
0: Yeah, and, again, continuity, right? Like, they didn't do anything that's really dramatically improving the floor of their defense to where 11 seems like it's going to be something that sticks. If they're 15th by the end of the year, that wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think that they're 11 or better. Mm -hmm. So I'm not uh, expecting a huge drop-off, but it does in a lot of ways feel like they are one Alex Caruso injury away from kind of potentially falling off a cliff a little bit just because of the way that he defends. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're 6.5 points per 100 possessions better on defense with him on the Mm -hmm. court compared to when he's off. So if you lose him for 41 games the way that they did last year, it could spell trouble. Um, I do agree with what you said, though, about Io taking a leap, about Patrick. Javante has been really good. Their minutes with Dragic and Drummond have been really good defensively. True. So I do think that they've maybe raised the floor a little bit. But, like, mm. how real is a Dragic-Drummond defensive unit? Mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure. So, I, like I said, I don't think it's, like, egregious. Mm. I think around 15th, like, you know, middle of the pack kind of defensive numbers makes sense. But I don't think they'll be top ten.
2: Hmm. Man? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> look at Put it. Put some respect on oh my name. Oh my goodness! How did Will not get cast to play that role? Oh no, man, he's uh, got it what all.
0: A, what a great live action photo. I Mike mean, man, well done. Sir. How- How long ago
2: did (laughs) what the actor's name is Chris Evans? Right. How long ago did he get cast to play the first Captain America? Like
3: 2010, I think. About that. Okay. Well,
2: you probably looked more or less like that in 2010, right? Let's see. I was 18. Yeah. yeah,
1: Probably. Yeah. Oh, sweet Uh, child.
2: Oh, getting this thing on. How how did Marvel not call you? I mean, my goodness. He was
0: focused, man. Imagine how much different my life would be. Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm. You wouldn't be. I here. would not know you guys. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. You would not be here. And Actually, I might still be the well, guest that comes on your show. <laughs> yeah. Who's like a depressed Bulls fan all the yeah. time. Yeah, that could Matt, be. That no, could Matt's
1: be not going to tune tune into your movies. I,
2: I have seen some of the Marvel movies, Dave. I just don't watch all of them, every single one. You seen Captain America? It's movies? too many. I saw the first Captain America. Mm-hmm. I
3: didn't mean to sidetrack us like this. My God!
2: What
1: do <laughs> well, you mean you didn't mean to say? Of course, thanks, you do that I just wanted
2: Joseph. Wanted to throw it in there. You knew thanks, that Joseph. Hey, deal. where's that essay? By the way, still, <laughs> still not still on my desk. On it. I'm still working on still it. Still not on my. You're you're just playing away with your photoshops and your <sighs> bells and whistles, and still no essay. Workshopping the thesis, though. <laughs>
3: God. Damn it!
2: He, he's so
1: ready to be a father. I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. It's
2: not on my desk by this time tomorrow. I'm, you're looking at <laughs> detention, young man. <laughs> you're in deep trouble, young man. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> back to this Bulls defense. Um, I, I want to say no bull. In with the caveat that Alex Caruso continues to play games because right. yeah, I mean, you made mention you don't, of you don't it not like
0: budget in a Caruso injury, but well, yeah, but, but I mean, it, like it happened, this it, Bulls know.
2: team was playing borderline top 10 defense at the beginning of last season and then they weren't mm-hmm. when Lonzo and Caruso got hurt. Their two best defensive players got hurt. Um, So yes, I think they can keep this up. I mean, those Bulls fans who are still clinging to hope that Lonzo will come back at some point this season, then you might even say this team could improve defensively compared to where they are now. Mm -hmm. The other part of it that's weird is that the Bulls are a terrible first-half team defensively, and then they turn things around in the third quarter. So, like, do they figure that out for the better and start playing better defense out of the gate Mm. as opposed to, like, letting teams just shoot lights out every quarter and giving up 35 to 40 Mm -hmm. points every first quarter? Or will they start to slip and lose that defensive excellence in the third quarter mm-hmm. when they've been playing well? I I can't predict which way that's going to lean. Right. And then the other factor is to think about teams above and below them in these you know defensive rankings who you think are for real mm-hmm. or not. You know, bull or no bull on some of these other teams around their area. Just ahead of the Bulls uh, are well, actually, exactly tied with the Bulls are the recently surging Lakers who've been playing a lot better. Okay, uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Dallas, who surprised everybody with their defensive yeah. quality last season. They're going to be there. They're yeah. still hanging on, uh, currently ninth in the NBA mm. defensive rating. Mm-hmm. Miami's at eight. Toronto's at seven. I don't really see those teams slipping defensively. No, no. Phoenix at six. No. That team has a solid defense. And then you look just below the Bulls. Does Brooklyn's defense improve? Mm. What about Memphis? You know what's crazy? The Boston Celtics. What? They the Boston Celtics are currently in 15th in the NBA in defensive rating. Mm. How? Because they don't need it.
1: <laughs> they don't need to be a top tier right now. Because Robert they're Williams okay. is out. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Too. I guess that's what it is. But, but they're don't they don't need they need just winning either. games without. Yeah. Their they, excellent defense. they the last the They're watching the
2: MVP they went candidate from right now. Best man.
0: defense in the league last year by like historical margin mm-hmm. to mediocre defense this year, but now greatest offense in the league Correct. by historical yeah. margin. Correct. So.
1: For me, that puts them in the top. That balances out that 15. I think 15 is a great place to be when you have the offense that they have. They have an offensive
2: rating of 120 right now. Number one in the the league by a lot.
1: One against the Bulls? Yeah. One and two against the Bulls.
2: If that defense was at that
1: level, we'd be talking about them as one of the best teams. The Celtics are
2: 20-5, and by the way, and two two of those five are the Chicago Bulls. Shout out! And two more against the Cavs. (laughs) Come on, baby. So weird. I'm telling you guys, one versus eight. Celtics-Bulls. That's on, what baby. we got to be Come gunning on, for. Baby. That's what that we miracle? need to be gunning for. Let's get that miracle, man. Unfortunately, the part there that's tricky is the Bulls would actually need to beat the team they have to play in the play-in yeah. to then get to the Celtics and get and get to that point Unfortunately,
0: unfortunately they would need to get into the play-in.
1: Yeah, we'd have to do all, a lot more work just to get to that point. But I will say Atlanta will fall.
0: You think Atlanta will fall?
1: Atlanta will
2: fall. Atlanta will not stay there. The team is in a, a few different kinds of disarray yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. They, they've lost some key guys to injuries. Correct. You got the weird Trey Young and Nate McMillan saga going on. Yeah. Yeah, Nate ain't gonna be
1: there. <laughs> hey, bro. Like, come on, man. Sorry, bro. That ain't that ain't how that worked. Players win. Like Trey Young, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, bro. If this, you know, if this was a uh, uh, John Collins or yeah. somebody, okay. Trey
0: Young? That's who you are good with? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for you. Trey Young's kind of a coach killer. How so? Oh, because he got he, this the
1: second coach. Yeah, he did. He got the second one. He might be. He might be a diva. He might be. Diva. He's still 30 and 10. So, you know, you deal with it. You better get him his green MMs and deal with it, bro. Like, <laughs> you gotta deal with that. That dude is special, man.
0: Got to have him.
2: All right, so it sounds like, uh, bottom line, Dave and I say no bull mm-hmm. on this bull's defense. Will, you're calling if you bull. To,
0: if you were to say uh, bull or no bull, the bulls will be 15 or better, I would say no bull.
2: But okay. 11, it's just, so it's you, just that you margin. You see them slipping, but just slipping a little bit from yeah, where they right, are now. Yeah, exactly. Bit. Right, right. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. All right, uh, got to take a quick break here uh, while we are... Sharing with y'all some friends, uh, words from our friends and sponsors. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching live with us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we'll look at some of the things the Bulls are doing on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. Big Dave, yes, who is today's episode brought to us by Give me the light, mm, just give me the light. <laughs> the Comed Energy Efficiency
1: Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy. Comed offers free. Facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. I like saying processes. And an, Process authorized, <laughs> an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Well, two hours today. Within three to four weeks, customers will re- receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that can start that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, projected costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. So don't wait. Get started saving money and energy when? today. For energy-saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment, go to ComEd.com slash PoweringBiz. That's B-I-Z. Or if you're ready to sign up for a facility assessment, you can call 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak to a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative emailed business ee. At comed.com or request an assessment online on their website at comed.com. slash sha. Facility assessment.
2: Business E. E. I choose business ethics. e
1: Turn up your hearing aids, people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you think I could trouble Comed for a warm glass of milk to help put me to sleep? <laughs> Traveling for a warm (laughs) glance and shut the hell up. You're in my world now, Grandma. (laughs) Today's episode is also brought to y'all by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings. This time of year, everyone's excited about the gift-giving season. The holiday gift exchanges. But what about all the basketball? Betting on basketball is my gift to myself, guys. Uh, Everyone needs to get yourself a gift during the holidays. I agree. My gift to myself is betting on NBA games because it's a lot of fun and it's also just putting more money in my pocket. It's a gift that doesn't cost me money, Mm. but makes me money. Mm. When I throw down on NBA action, it's got to be with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NBA and our official betting partner at CHGO. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they win plus everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with the DraftKings sportsbook stepped up same game parlays we got some fun action on nba uh, tnt tonight including the late night game which is luca Versus the Joker. Ooh. Mavs, Nuggets, second Ooh. half of a TNT doubleheader tonight. That's where I'm going. Okay. From a DraftKings Sportsbook pick pick of the Week, Ooh, y'all. That's
1: where you at? Yeah. And you know what?
2: I'm going to give you a couple.
1: The New Night Toker?
2: Uh, so, Joker, Jokic. Nikola Jokic, Joker. <laughs> His points, rebounds, assists combined tonight. 44 and a half. Mm. Give me the over. Oh, uh, He just put up God. 57 points, rebounds, assists in their game the other night. It wasn't a losing effort to the Pelicans because Alvarado went off somehow. Mm. Mm. But the Joker's in good form. Here's the other thing I like. Denver minus five. On that line... Uh, Mavs are on this road trip and playing the second night of a back to back. Meanwhile, the Nuggets play well at home, are rested. They just got back from a quick two game trip mm. and, and had yesterday off. So, that plus the fact that Dallas, strong home team, having trouble winning on the road, just like the Warriors. Mavs, two and eight on the road coming into tonight's game. And the altitude. That altitude. The altitude. Back to back for the Mavs. Day of rest for the Nuggets. Give me Joker and the Nuggets. To Cover, minus five, Mm is my DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week. Don't forget that promo code CHJO when you sign up.
1: Yeah. I will say Luca did rest the entire fourth quarter, though, because that was an ass whooping they put on Oh, my
2: gosh, man. He he told Devin Booker to shut the hell up. He did, man. To
1: warm glass. (laughs) 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 Check the name tag, Devin. Oh my uh, goodness! <laughs> yeah. do, do
2: you think he told Devin Booker that he was in his world now, Grandma? Yeah,
1: I mean, t- t- by the arm and said, "Man, your back's gonna be hurting now."
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Just bull landscape of duty. All right, guys, back to bull or no bull. Let's okay. look at this Bulls offense currently with an offensive rating of one hundred nine point five. Mm-hmm. That's just barely tied for twenty fifth in the NBA. Uh, do we believe that the bulls offense is really this bad and will finish this season somewhere with around the 25th ranked offense?
1: Oh, mm. will they finish around there? I'm going to say that's bull. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say that's For bull. I think the what offense reason or reasons. I think it, the offense will get better. That's just my opinion. Uh, I feel this way because I'm, Look at this Bulls offense, and the main problem is they have no damn shooting. That's the main issue It's no three-point shooting. So I'm banking on the fact that A.K. and Mark Evansley have eyes, and they're sitting there watching this saying, you know what we might need? I don't know. Maybe a shooter. Maybe we go get that. And I'm banking on the fact that they will go get some shooting for this team to help that improve. Uh, if that doesn't occur, I'm completely flabbergasted and shocked that they don't make any damn move to bring in a shooter, but nothing about them says that they wouldn't, but I would be completely shocked if they don't do that. So that's why I say um, it would be bull, because I think they'll make those moves to actually
0: improve their three-point shooting. I agree with you, and even if they don't make moves, I just can't see them being this bad offensively when you have three guys that are supposed to be all-star players who are all really good, who, like hang their hat on being really good offensive players. I just think they, they have to improve. They're worse than where they were last year in offensive rating in terms of the actual number. Um, the rating itself is a little bit lower, but I, I just see them figuring it out a little bit more than they have. I, like I said, I don't, I don't think the defense is due to fall off too far, but I think the offense is really the area where like you would potentially see some real growth. So yeah. whether it's like the three-point shooting – uh volume and efficiency, whether it's Zach just like playing more like he did the other night as opposed to how he did the the previous 20 some odd games. Uh I just think they have a little bit more scope for growth on the offensive end. Um so that's that's what I'm looking for. Scope for growth. I like that. Scope for growth. (laughs) That
1: was nice. And Zach and you mentioned other that was the other thing I was going to say that Will uh intelligently said like Mm -hmm. with Zach Levine. Yeah. Like that's the big thing right there. Like seeing him and the game that he had and actually looked like the Zach Levine that we actually recognized over these years definitely uh, gives you hope that this offense can get better because he just was absolutely insane. So hopefully that can continue.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, the AK asks an interesting question uh, in the comments, where is the Zach and Debo duo scoring punch of last season? To me, that is such a huge part of the question of is what is this Bulls team's offense going to be? Is it going to get better then the 25th ranked offense in the league that it is now, or is it going to be that bad? We know that Zach has been struggling to get his, his form back playing through this, you know, off season rehab with his surgery on Mm -hmm. his knee. Uh, And we know his efficiency isn't there both behind the three point line and the slashing and, and attacking the basket that he, that are the two strong parts of his offensive game. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you you know, you look at Debo, he's had a couple of off nights recently, Mm -hmm. but in the grand scheme of things, his numbers aren't that far off from last season, which was insane. Mm-hmm. He had a true shooting percentage of uh, 0. .590 last season. It's at 0. .594 mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. thus far. His free throw rate is actually higher right now than it was last season. I, I mean, it's, it's weird to think that if, if – because it doesn't feel like Debo is doing that insane level of offensive efficiency – Mm-hmm. that he was doing last year, does it? Or d- does it feel like that to you guys? Because t- to me, it seems like this is like somewhere between 85 and 90 of the DeMar we got last year.
0: I think that uh, we're just seeing fewer possessions with DeMar isolations. Like his usage is down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bulls are trying to avoid putting him in that situation where he's just got to do everything himself. Mm-hmm. And so they're not seeing it as much. And I think that means basically taking possessions away from DeMar is, like, taking points away from what he does really well, which is, like, operate in uh, at the free-throw line or elbows and score points really efficiently there. So if he's doing less of that, I think, of course, his points per game are going to go down. Um, I also think if you remove those two... Like, he's had two bad games in a row. Mm I want to just first say that. Outside of that, though, the only two games where he didn't score a lot uh, that I can recall are those two games against Toronto. Right, And it's like... They're triple teaming you, dude. Like, right. of course, he's not going to score double figures. So mm-hmm. I think if you remove those two games, he's really only had two low output offensive nights. And I, I feel like his numbers are probably around where they were last year. Maybe not quite mm-hmm. the same because the usage is down. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the the efficiency is obviously still there, but the volume is down a little bit. And I think that's by design. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think looking at it, you, you just don't see it because... He's, it's not 30-plus, you know what I'm saying, every single night. It's not putting up Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain numbers and stats like it was last year. So, yeah, it's not the same, but it's still really damn good when you sit there and you watch it game after game after game and just how incredible he's been. Since the past two games, as you mentioned, but even in those two games, he's still getting six rebounds and seven assists. So he's still being effective uh, out there. So, yeah, he's still – Demar DeRozan to me like you have to He's still have the
0: third highest scoring output of his career.
1: Right. You still have to have those double teams ready. Like so you still have to uh Bulls still have to kind to figure out ways to score when teams are doing that to him because it's still going to be a thing because of how good he still is. It's just not at that level of Jordan mm-hmm. yet right now.
0: And if you think about just like the the scoring average that he had last year I think it was 27.9. And then you factor in those, what was it, six straight games of 35%, thirty-five percent, mm. thirty-five points or more on fifty percent shooting or oh my better. God, I forgot he did that. <laughs> like, but but if you look at the average, like that has to average out the other way too, right? Okay. So, you know, he he also had to have x amount of games where he was averaging twenty points mm. and not thirty-five, and that averages out at twenty-eight. So I, I think there's gonna be a stretch where he goes off. There's going to be a stretch where he's doing what he's doing right now, which is like 4 of 15 and 8 of 19 or whatever it was these last two games. Uh, but, but that evens itself out. And I think, like I said, the scoring might go down a little bit, but I think it's by design to try to get more action involved in the offense as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that, that DeMar's play has leveled off in any way. Like I think he is yeah. the same player he has been last year. He's just not being asked to do the same offensive workload.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, and then when it comes to Zach, I see daddy Fisher in the comments saying Zach usually gets in a groove in December going into all-star voting. I don't know if I've ever noticed that trend before. <laughs> um, I think it's just about Zach figuring out his comfort again. Mm. And part of it, you know, we've talked about this before. I think it was an issue for Derek Rose. It's an issue for a lot yeah, of NBA players yeah, sure. clearing the mental hurdle as well as the physical one when you're coming off of an injury and especially a knee injury. When you're a player whose athleticism that you rely upon, like Derek or like Zach, is such a huge part of your efficacy as an offensive player, Mm -hmm. as an offensive threat. For the reason that I do have faith that we are going to see a better Zach Levine than we've seen through their first 20-some games, Mm -hmm. I am going to call Bull on the Bulls being the 25th best offense in the NBA. I think that they will end up better than that. I'm not saying that they're going to fly up the offensive rankings, but I got to have faith in the fact that a more efficient and a more deadly offensive Zach, more like the one we saw in his previous two all-star caliber seasons, Mm -hmm. will help lift up this offensive team collectively Mm -hmm. to finish better than 25th.
1: And also, I'll, I'll say what scares me, is the fact that you're not getting that offense from that point guard position as of late. Uh, I, either whether it's been IO or it's been Alice Caruso, uh, scoring hasn't been a thing for starting uh, point guards here with the Bulls. It's got to change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they have to get something from that position. Uh, they are 8, 10 points. You have to get that from the starting point guard position of the Bulls, man, or, or you're just going to continue to see that kind of struggle.
2: <sighs> Zero.
1: Zero. Zero. Can't do zero, bro. <laughs> like, zero cannot be a thing. And that's come from, from I O, and it's come from Caruso right. uh, this season. They, they, it cannot be a thing, man.
2: Uh, AK asks, can the Bulls start taking many more threes? Um, would that eventually round out uh, to higher misses um, or more makes? So, I mean, let's let's think about that. Just looking at a couple of the individuals on this team who you would look to to hit threes, mm. speaking of this Bulls offense that's struggling, Levine's hitting 35.1% on his three-point attempts right now. Career, he's a 38.5% shooter. Mm-hmm. I would say it's bull to think Levine's three-point percentage stays as low as 35. Mm. I think that would go up. Yeah, Don't you?
1: Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Like, Yeah, that's the other. I mean, he's such a huge key for for this as to why they're 25th and why I feel they won't be uh, at that level. It's, a lot of it is dependent on Zach Levine and – it's not like hopeful dependence. It's like, no, you just be Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I need you to do. Hit, hit your averages and, and you'll be absolutely fine. And he'll give you those games where he just snaps off and goes in. We just saw it where he had yeah. one of those games. Saw where he in just, the game against the Kings. Exactly. Where he just goes off. So, yeah, man, I, I think he's in a good space right now where he feels like he's comfortable with his need. Like, that's why it was so key to have that game, man, that he had. And I'm glad he had it on the road, actually um but it was so key to have that kind of game cuz that's that wasn't just for us like that was for him too you know what i mean like he had to see that bro like that had to
0: happen for him and for him um the bulls play saturday and sunday so there's back to back first one in a while so i'm curious to see whether he plays both nights of that if he plays one or the other mm-hmm. um and just what that says about his, the status of his knee mm-hmm. and how he's how he's playing but Yeah. I mean, he, he shot 39.6% over his previous three seasons combined Mm. from three. So Mm -hmm. like 35, I just, I don't think there's any way that sticks. If you're Zach Levine and you're now dealing with this knee that might be holding you back physically a little bit, but you're also 28 years old, you're getting to the point in your career where you have to not just rely on your athleticism. Mm -hmm. We've seen the strides that he's made as uh, a driver drawing fouls. Um, I want to see him now start to add some other stuff to his game, whether it's um, more coming off of screens and playing sort of that Clay Thompson run around and catch and shoot coming off screens role, um, whether it's you know playing a little bit more like Damar and just getting into his spots in the mid-range. Like I don't think he's necessarily as good as Damar. Like, I don't think that's crazy to say, but he obviously has that <laughs> skill set. So I want to see him really get to the point where he is maximizing those things and not necessarily – relying on beating guys off the bounce as much as he maybe used to. So he he's got some growing
2: to do for sure.
0: Yeah, but, I, sure. but I also think there's no way he the the numbers don't shoot up a little shoot bit.
2: Shoot up. Uh, speaking of the numbers shooting up, shoot Kobe, up, Kobe White right now 32.8 from behind mm, the arc. Yeah. And that's after
0: having like a handful of really good games in a Yeah. Game. That got to come up. That
1: has to come up, man. No, Kobe. I
2: call bull on Kobe shooting less than thirty-three percent from three. Yeah, I that, mean, I mean,
1: he's not something he does. You know, right. even with the inconsistencies, he's at least thirty-five. Right. You know,
0: hundred
2: yeah. uh, percent. Oh, here's a fun bull or no bull, guys. From the comments, renewable and rechargeable review said Billy has a new contract. Marco can still sniff the pro court. Does that make Marco trade bait? So you say that Billy wasn't playing Marco because he would be afraid to play Marco and then get fired for playing Marco. Here's what I'm also confused about. Billy's bosses are the ones who drafted and stashed Marco and then brought Marco over and gave him a guaranteed contract spot. Go ahead, Joe. I was going to say something
3: similar, and I saw earlier somebody was saying, you know, the Bulls should go out and trade for Kevin Herter. Who's having an unbelievable year? He's shooting over fifty percent from three. Usually, when people
2: the dumbest possible a human could look with a headband on. So usually,
3: when there's a really good player like you know a team doesn't want to just trade them for crap. So the Bulls aren't going to be able to trade a second round pick for Kevin Herter. Like this isn't NBA two K. Bait might not be the right word. (laughs) It's the same thing. Like like Marco is not who the the hell hell wants Marco. I'm sorry. Like let's be honest, the guy has not broken into the rotation for one game like Mm. this guy's not getting on the court anytime soon what team is saying we will give you a legitimate asset back for marco san antonio it's just not happening (laughs) it's not happening uh and same bulls troy like you know you're talking about how can the bulls go and get cam reddish the bulls rotation is strapped as it is if you want to go get cam reddish like go try but in any situation you're going to be trading guys from your rotation like they don't have a bunch of pieces that they can a bunch of depth they can try and consolidate. You know, it's... I. Yeah,
1: they got to clear space out if you're going to bring in somebody to play like that. He's Cam, there's a right. reason
3: Cam Reddish is not
0: playing on mm-hmm. the Knicks, who are one game ahead of the Bulls in mm-hmm. the standings. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, you have an 11-guy rotation right now. That- he
2: arrives in New York, and Tibbs looked at him for one quarter of one practice and was like, nah. <laughs> um, yeah, so what get getting a shooter that this roster needs for marco as trade bait mm-hmm. bull that that would definitely be shout out to uh de cuz last game he
1: had 21 points was 8 of 8 from the field yeah shout out to him for that well with windy city windy yeah. city yeah
2: whoop de doo
1: just say a shout out to him man <laughs> okay <laughs> you got to go the man <laughs> um
2: all right uh before we move on here here's an interesting one Do y'all have faith in Vooch bringing up his shooting numbers this season? Right now, he is at 34.6% behind the arc. Okay. He is a career 34.8%. So he's basically shooting Shooting right on line with his career average. Maybe that 40% mark that he was shooting his last season in Orlando when the Bulls traded for him was a blip and nothing more. Mm -hmm. He is shooting his career average right now of 345
1: I think he'll stay right there, honestly. And it might go down even a little bit, you Yo.
2: know. Um, but I think <laughs> I
1: think it'll be just right around there, like that 30. Maybe it might go to like 34.3 or something like that. But I think it will be in that 34. I don't see it going up to like 36 or anything like that. That's That's just not how I see it. His volume and then just his average. And, yeah, just the way he does it, it just feels like that's – what you're going to get. Now, for me, it's about when he hits those threes because he's shown he, he can be clutch, you know, in that fourth quarter when you need to have it. He's shown he can be clutch in those situations. Right. But, um, yeah, as far as the average is concerned, I, I think that's what it's going to be all season, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think you look at the volume, too, and it's four and a half. He shot four and a half the year before that last year. Um, he shot four and a half in 2019-20. The only time he's really taken more than that – was during his all-star season in Orlando, and then the Bulls traded for him when he was shooting six and a half. So, um, yeah, I think, I think this is just kind of what you get with Vooch. Um, he had the, the positive regression. He had the negative regression, mm. right, like the, the 40, mm. uh, 40% on six and a half threes, and then he had 31% on four and a half threes last year. I think this is kind of in the middle, and that's where it's going to be. Right.
2: Uh, all right, got to take another quick break. When we come back, I want to look at maybe one or two more potential Bull or no Bulls, including one involving Dalen Terry, who I just saw Ooh. juniors in the comments talking about. Okay, let's do that. So we'll do that coming up next. Hit that thumbs up while we're sharing some words from our friends and sponsors. We would appreciate it. Mm. Big Dave. Yeah. Who else is today's show brought to our fellow Bulls fans by?
1: Joseph. What time is it?
3: Game time. Who?
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Game Time, the hottest new ticket in sight, makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on sp- tickets to sports concerts and shoes. Ever dreamed of sitting in that seat you thought you never could? 50 yard line courtside? Behind home plate? Floor seat of the concert? Mm-hmm. It's all possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last minute price drops can be found on a seat you thought that you could never, ever afford. You won't find better deals this season, y'all, to see the beloved Chicago Bulls. You just won't do it. And just like here at C-H-G-O. hey, yeah! See what I did there? It is created by the fans <laughs> for the fans. And it guarantees the lowest price out there. So if you love C-H-G-O, no, nope, you weren't ready. And we know that you do. I thought he was going to be ready. I thought he was. He wasn't ready. I thought, he's he, was ready. thought he was on it. He's just staring at his phone shaking. His head.
3: I know he's just doing he other things. Dealing with stuff, dealing with producer stuff.
1: I know, I understand. Yeah, on your phone. I get it. Um He's got three <laughs> buttons over there. I know. Right? That's all he does. <laughs> then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join the over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because Matt Peck. What time is it? That's how you do it. Mm. That was straight from his soul. He meant every word of Mm.
2: it. I dig it. Uh, real quick, before we move on, uh, shout out and a reminder once again, we are hosting our first CHGO Bulls Takeover uh, a week from this Friday, Friday, Aye! December 16th, Bulls in town hosting the New York Knickerbockers, mm-hmm. and here's what we're going to be doing. What's we're going to be going across the street from our downtown studios uh-huh. to Crossroads Sports Bar and Grill. So you won't be lonely. We're going to do a little pre-gaming mm-hmm. before the game. Then we're going to get in their shuttle bus uh-huh. and head down Madison yeah. to the Madhouse. Oof. Then we're going to go watch the Bulls game yeah. against the Knicks yeah. with our fellow Bulls fans. Yeah. And all of that all as that. a ticket package. You get pregame drinks at mm. Crossroads hanging out with us. You Come get on. the ride mm-hmm. from the bar Come on. to the stadium and a ticket to the game itself. Mm. Die Hard members. You're getting all that for less than 100 bucks, oh. including the game ticket. Oh, Non-CHGO diehards are, of course, also welcome to join us. And it's a little bit pricier than that, but still very reasonable for everything you're getting all the in way. that travel package. All you're basically way.
0: losing money by not doing
2: that. Exactly. Mm. So come hang out with us. We will be there.
0: Yes, we
1: will. Hanging
2: out at Crossroads. Can't wait. In the shuttle. Yes. At the UC. Yes. We would love for all of
1: you to come join us. That's right. Bring your thirst, bring your drinks, bring your takes. Mm. We want all this stuff, man. Bring it all, man. All of them. And we'll walk everybody down to wherever uh, Will Gottlieb will be and then just surround him because he loves that when he's working.
2: <laughs> Going
0: gonna to walk, gonna walk down to Brazil, are we? <laughs> My dad was at a game recently, and he like came to try to say hi to me while I was <laughs> typing away at halftime.
2: I was like,
1: stay away. Ah! <laughs> Man who gave me life, get away from me.
2: <laughs> There's no. no parents in the in the press section. <laughs> uh, just a reminder, you can find links to get those tickets for our CHGO Bulls Takeover pinned to the top of our Twitter page, CHGO wow. underscore Bulls. There's two different links, one for the diehards and one for those of you who have not made the wise decision yet mm-hmm. to become a CHGO diehard. You, but still awesome. Yeah. You we want that CHGO yeah. diehard yeah. discount, though.
1: Yeah, come on, Eco Bean, come through, man.
2: Come on on through. through. You can tell us all about how Zach Levine sucks at basketball. That's right. We'll be there to listen. Ears on. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Real quick, I saw juniors in the comments asking, at what point do you give Kobe White's minutes to Dalen Terry? It's clear what Kobe brings, and it's not much. Harsh, maybe. A little bit. A little harsh. When it comes to Kobe White. Yeah. But that leads me to this question in the bull or no bull category. Is Dayla Terry really going to only average 3.3 minutes per game this season, you guys? Uh, I think that's no bull. To you think be it's going to stay you. there? I think it's going to stay there. I, I haven't
1: seen anything to the contrary to make me say, yeah, it's going to change. And also, I haven't seen it in Dale Terry's game to make me say, oh, yeah, that's going to change. You know what I mean? When I saw Io immediately I was, oh, yeah, he's playing. Like, there was absolutely no doubt. Uh, and I'm not saying, like, Damian Terry can't play. That's not how I mean by that. But it just feels like when he's out, he's still learning, you know. every And I like how he learns because he learns by mistakes immediately. And he learns mistakes fast. He's going fast to make those mistakes. And the Bulls are right now in a situation where they can't afford that because the Bulls are down, and, and you know what I'm saying, not close to 500 yet. Mm-hmm. And so when you're trying to get back to that, you can't afford those mistakes right now. You're going to have to go out there and try to put your best foot forward to get these victories. Um, hopefully I'm wrong, you know, because I would love Daylon Terry to come in and make an immediate impact on this team because they need that. You know, especially – I'm just looking at three-point shooting. Uh, especially there, like I hope that that can be the immediate impact uh, for him. But you know what he's going to bring energy-wise. Uh, he's got a great basketball IQ. He never really looks lost on the floor on the offensive end. Defensive end, Yeah. But offensively, I haven't seen him look lost because he has the ball in his hands, and he's really good with that. Um, but, yeah, but as far as that, I, I still think Billy will, will keep him at, at about that
0: three minutes a game. I would say unless something major changes with the roster, I agree. Okay. I just don't really – like, we've seen stretches where Kobe's been out and Javante's been out, and he still can't crack the rotation. Like True. they're And they, they try to go 11 deep at times. Like, I think – there would need to be like two major injuries for him to even be considered. Uh, Mm -hmm. the one time he got in rotation minutes was in that first game against the Raptors. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's really like the only time we've seen him. And, and a lot of times it's like, you just, you can tell how far away he is from physically being able to compete with these guys. He's so skinny. Every time he grabs the ball, like somebody knocks away from him. Yeah. Uh, it just, I, I think he's got a ways to go. There's some, some definitely interesting skills there. And I mean, i liked him before the draft for a reason like i think he's got uh, a good future ahead of him but i just think the way that the bulls roster is constructed right now it's going to take a little bit of help for him to get in that rotation um and yeah maybe that comes in the form of trades or uh injuries or whatever it is but i think something needs to change before that happens yeah
2: uh fontaine saying in the comments he's not ready dale's not ready billy would give him an opportunity if he was and uh junior saying he hasn't even been given the chance though. Uh, I, I mean, I do that's think true. It's like the physicality like, thing. Like he, yeah.
0: he's dominating in windy city. Right. Like he's just, it's a really hard for, for a guy like that who isn't quite talented enough to be like the primary point guard. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's got to play off ball a little bit. And that means guarding bigger wings. And, and is also
2: tough. on the offensive end, not an off ball threat. Right. He's not a catch and shoot threat. He has right. not developed that three point shot yet. Not yet. And that's, what this team is sorely lacking. Yeah, You know, I mean, you got Caruso, incredible defender whose net positive is keeping the Bulls somewhat afloat. You got Javante, mm-hmm. incredible defender, net positive, keeping the Bulls somewhat afloat, doesn't give you much offensively. Do mm-hmm. you want to add another one of those guys to the rotation? A young one who doesn't quite have the same, I, I guess, you know, muscular toughness as Caruso and Javante? It's also point?
0: worse on offense and defense. Like, he's right. just... I don't think he gives you enough to where you say, oh, he's got he's a, a better defender than Kobe, but he's so much worse offensively that it doesn't make sense to have him out there. Mm-hmm. He's a fine defender, but he's still worse than Caruso and Javante, so it doesn't make sense yeah. for him to jump, uh, leapfrog those guys in the hidden mm-hmm. rotation.
1: Yeah, because like I said, I still think he gets lost sometimes on the defensive end, but like you said, he's a really good, solid defender. You know what I mean? Like, on ball, you know, getting those steals, getting in lanes, you know, doing things like that, but actually running the actual defense, like... He's been lost a couple times out there, which is expected, you know, mm-hmm. for a rookie and things like that. But He's I think 20. that's dead on because we've sat here, <laughs> we sat here, and had this conversation uh about, you know, man, I can't wait for him to put some weight on. Like we, we've said this like many times. Like, dude, I can't wait for this dude to get stronger because that's all it feels like for me, you mm-hmm. know, at least. Like, I just want the body to catch up to. His mind, mm-hmm. you know, because his mind, he already is, you know, 300 pounds. With, right. with how he plays, you know what I mean? When his body catches up to that, then it's going to be special. It reminds me of like Joe Kim Noah and how Joe Kim Noah had that mindset all the time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it changed, really, when he actually when got he went physical. from lanky Joe Kim to right. buff Joe So To buffed up, swole up Joe Kim. Let's get mm-hmm. in here and get physical with these dudes. Then it matched. And when it matched, you saw what happened. Now, I'm just saying, Dana Terry has the mindset. Once he puts the physical with it, man, he we might have something.
2: Eric saying, tribal, I fire, give the kid a chance. Um, All we are saying. My two cents, I'm just going to throw it in. I, I'm guessing that Daylon will end up averaging more than 3.3 minutes per game. Okay. Uh, and that's that, that's pessimist pack talking right there, just out, out of necessity. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I hate that I'm saying that, but I feel like Daylon's going to play more as the season goes on because we're going to need him to play more.
1: Yeah. W- if history tells us anything. Yeah. I think he'll get more chance because, I mean, like you said, if I'm going off history, he'll get a chance just based off of injury, you know, and things like that of what we've seen previously, what we – hell, what we're dealing with now uh, with injury. So I think that's an opportunity that might come for him. But, yeah, man, like I just – I just, I think he's ready, like mentally. I think he's ready. He's got the right mindset when he gets out there. It's just physically he's not able to do what he wants to do yet.
0: It's coming, though, but not yet. And 3.3 minutes is nothing. So, like, it could be four or five minutes per game. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do think, for the, like, he'll be out of the rotation is, is yeah. kind of what I was going on. And keep like. in mind,
1: like, Billy was was giving him opportunities early on. Remember, like, he was putting him in during the game. during the, And it was actually game time kind right. of things, man. Like, he was giving him opportunities to see how he flowed, see how it felt. And I think he just realized, like, okay, I, I like your mind, man. But, you know, we got to – we got to get you in the gym, bro. <laughs> That's it. We got to get you in the gym, man.
2: Um, we love Dale, Dale and Terry. Though, Eric really. saying Giannis was super skinny, and he played his rookie year. Different team in a different situation, man. Mm. Also, Giannis is one of one. Yeah. yeah. You're comparing apples and freaks. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> simple as that.
3: Uh, all right. It's
2: With our time my remaining, new album. <laughs> we wanted to give Dr. Dave mm. an opportunity Mm. <laughs> to talk some of you out there in Bulls Nation off the ledge, as you see in this beautiful graphic made by our guy, Joey, that that you might be feeling like that that poor guy in, in, the, in the armchair. Mm-hmm. What, what are that's called? A, a lounge chair? A yeah. chaise? Yes. We'll just call it the couch. Call it the couch. Just call it the couch. Yeah. He's on the couch. Dave's here with a I'm notepad. Here. I'm here. thoughts. Yeah. Dave, I, I'm not there yet. Yeah. But those Bulls fans who have been screaming for the last week – the back end of the road trip, mm-hmm. blow this team up. This team stinks. I don't want to watch them anymore. Yeah. I'm not there yet, yeah. but I'm creeping closer to that ledge. <laughs> so for them, for those of the, you know, for those of them in Bulls Nation who are on that ledge, and for those of us like me who are creeping closer to it. Yeah. Well, well Doctor Dave, check in, please. Here,
1: here's what I'll, I'll I'll say to all you wonderful patients out. there. Now this started uh, because I don't know if you guys, I probably haven't said this to you, but I get a lot of DMs from Bulls fans, literally asking me to talk them off the ledge. <laughs> like, nice. literally, like, dude, what the hell? I need you to calm me down and talk me off the ledge. It
2: must be exhausting.
1: No, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? If spreading love is all good. You know what <laughs> I mean? Just calming them down. You know what I'm saying? When it's logical, I'll calm them down. But um, the last one I got, uh, shout out to my guy, Rod, man, who inspired this. And he said something to me that I didn't think about. He said, you've dealt with more Bulls depression than me. You know what I'm saying? More so than I have. What does one do here? And I thought about it, and I said, you know what? That's very true because literally out of everybody here in this studio, Marque included, no one's dealt with more Bulls depression than me. Like, And I'm going back to the Detroit Pistons when the Bulls were losing those games in the playoffs. Okay. That was
2: fucking depression, all right? Is depression the same thing as heartbreak, though? That like, was those depression. were good
1: competitive Bulls teams that Bro, were coming up just short. Depression to continually lose to Detroit okay, fair. year after year after year. That, mm-mm, that shit wasn't fun, dog, at all. Especially when you got family members that live in Detroit. Oh. <laughs> to compound on top of that. You know what I'm saying? Even back further than that, when you, watching players that you probably never heard of, like Granville Waiters and Roy Sparrow and Brad Sellers and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Higgins. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, think, like, I right. think
0: Sparrow was one of our uh, yes. random Bulls generators. I'm sure I brought
1: was. him up on the Bulls generator, man. Sam Vincent. You know what I'm saying? All these guys. And then I got to hear from my brother about people named Ricky Sobers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. It, it's been a lot of depression being a Bulls fan. I've dealt with it for a very long time. Now, of course, you know, there have been six championships in between there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which was great. Of course, mm-hmm. there was Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah years. In between that, that was great. And I'll throw, even throw the Baby Bulls in there. because they That was fun. That was fun. That was a little fun to watch, man. But Fred I can Heubert. understand. watching watch the only ball all day. Ron Mercer. So yeah, I, I like those <laughs> player things. You know? Fred so yeah. Oh, player Flair Hoyberg, the mayor. Yeah. yeah. Him in a jersey, yes. Yes. Jaylen I'll Rose. take him in the jersey. Jalen Rose having that one year. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford's fifty point games. You know what I mean? Come he on. had it. Man, you've had a tough one, man. I've had a
0: tough I've <laughs> had
1: a tough go. <laughs> I've had a tough go. It's had a tough go, but this is why I'm here.
0: Thank you.
1: I am here to talk to y'all, man, about depression. Now, there are a couple things you can do, you know what I'm saying, to, to get away from these things. Pro I mean, Zach. I mean, one, is, is what Will might do. But I suggest, one, you get off social media for a little bit. I suggest that. Are you saying you, that you social media that. is
2: just generally bad for people's mental health, Dave? Mm, mm, that's, and, that is news to me. I mm, had never thought about that before. You know,
1: in, before. The, in, in the data that I have uh, ran, in the things I've done, I've found that, yes, yeah, uh-huh. looks like it's not good for your mind all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, Beat Daddy Fish says smoke some weed. That that helps also. Drink some beer. Drink some brews. For sure helps me. Those two things are also on the list. You know what I'm saying? You can do all of those things. But also, go turn on the last dance. Do that as well. Dude, Go see that. See
2: the joy that just came on his face? I started it over again like three nights ago. (laughs) You see what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That kind of... Look at the joy on the man's face. Look at it. This is what it can do.
2: I was feeling down. I was like... Last Dance, episode Last dance. one.
1: hmm Feeling good and the joy that could come to you just by remembering the dominance of one Chicago Bulls team with Michael Jordan. Also, I need you to remember just how far this team has come. It's not good always to remember, but just remember the trash, y'all. Please remember just that ridiculousness. Do you remember the mutiny? Huh? I do. Yeah. I, I remember that mutiny, man. Larry uh-huh. was just talking Lowry, about it. with uh-huh. J.T. Redick. Larry was ago. just having that conversation about it. Like, what the hell? I guess that's how it goes in the NBA. No, Larry, not normal, <laughs> not a normal thing. Well, I guess we're doing a mutiny today. <laughs> I guess what's going to happen? Nobody wants to go to practice. Remember that kind of stuff because that's not true. But also, go watch some Denzel Valentine highlights. Remember. Remember
2: just to have a laugh, just to have a laugh. (laughs) And
1: remember, this was your team. (laughs) This is what you were rooting for. Just go watch, pull them up, go look at them and remember what it was like to have to root, to have to root for that, to have to sit there and say, man, dude, well, maybe Denzel won't be foolish tonight. Maybe he won't do – oh, he's going to? Oh, sorry. All right, I that's going to happen. I never came close
2: to saying anything sounding remotely like
1: that. He is absolutely right. He <laughs> never came close to saying things like that. So when he would score 11 points and then see Red Fred would lose his mind on it, it was joy for me to sit there watch and listen to and see the change in that man's face right there. But, yes, there are many things that you can do, man. But 9 and 15 right now, this early in the season, it's not that time for panic. Not nine and 14 We're not nine even, 14. even Excuse nine me. Nine it's 14. not that time for panic yet. Because, one, I know the Bulls' problem. We know it well. We know what it is. It's three-point shooting. We see it. We mm-hmm. can look at it, and that is something that can be addressed. Mm-hmm. You can get that done and get that fixed easy. It's not a chemistry thing right now. You know what I'm saying? It's not a coaching thing. It's not anything like that. You see the problem. You know what it is. It can be fixed. So that's why you can give it some pause and wait. Two, your schedule is much, much easier now. Playing the second hardest schedule in the NBA. You should be happy you walked out with nine wins on that shit with what you're dealing with without having any shooting like you have or anything like that. So, yeah, you have to look at those things. So, I'm looking at these next maybe six games right now. This is where the focus is because I think this is going to be very telling for the Chicago Bulls. They're going to have to come out of this with a higher record, like maybe four and two or something Mm -hmm. out of this, man. But that's what gives me a little hope right here, as of right now, is I know the schedule was smoothed out. The waters aren't going to be as choppy, as rough for these next six games because these are all winnable games when you go look at them, man. So not yet. You know what I'm saying? Get your weed. Get your drink. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? You're doing the Prozac? Is that what you want?
0: Might have to start.
1: Yeah. Okay, he's on his Prozac. Well, I I recommend some. Me too. I'd the, recommend the beard. And is strong enough for Golly. Yeah. I, I'd recommend stronger. the Athletic Greens in his case. Get this man some Athletic Greens, stat, and get that going, need, and then just I need relax. it all. You need all of it. I need it all. Man, that's a lot. Will. That's a lot. That's what the hat and the sunglasses for? Is you yeah. at night going out looking for <laughs> and the shades, I need four. I need four. Incognito will back. Incognito. Back. Will Cognito is back in effect. Shady race. Shady the race? rays. are oh so shady. Oh my God. But that's how you deal with it, y'all. Polarized. Not yet.
2: Not yet. But I guarantee you, <laughs> if something happens, in these next six games. I mean, I. Mm. I, I appreciate the therapy because I I've, I have been feeling recently like I need it. True. I, I understand people like juniors who are saying so. I guess we should just be happy to make the play in, maybe win that, and get smoked in the first round. Fun times. <laughs> all all Dr. Dave is trying to tell you is that that, in his opinion, I think mine also is better than watching a junk team putter their way to twenty to twenty five wins. Yeah. We really we is. couldn't even get tanking right, and some of y'all want to go back to that. Yeah. I just I'm sorry, I don't understand it. Yeah, you, I don't understand it. I know the whole idea of oh, we're in NBA Purgatory, this is the last place you want to be, mm-hmm. not good enough to win the lottery, not uh, you know, or not bad enough to win the lottery, not good enough to actually compete. I yeah. understand that line of thinking. You can make adjustments to your roster in ways other than winning the tank, winning in the draft lottery and blowing up what you have right Correct. now. So, no, it's not like I will be over the moon, overjoyed juniors if I watch this team get bounced out of the first round after maybe making the play-in and winning their way out of the play-in. As a Bulls fan, Mm -hmm. someone who experienced the dynasty like Dave did, we expect a hell of a lot more than that. Every single season, we expect more than that. Yeah. But reality is reality. Fact. And if you are depressed with reality, change your perspective. Got to change it, man. Um, oh, but there's. that was
1: the last regime. No, sir. The powers that be are still there. That hasn't changed, my friend. That is still there. Remember, they they picked good talent. Look at the talent that's there. It picked good talent. Now, what did they put around that talent? Player development was there? Mm. Coaching? Mm. No? Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that stuff is still there, man. Mm. You know what I mean? You got to – I'm just saying, you don't go back to that well right now. That's the definition of insanity, man. Do the same thing over and over again expecting different results. It didn't work. And again, not, not when the team sat there and got seven three times in a row and do I'm like, go back to taking. You want to go through that again? Do you want to deal with that? I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to deal with that again, man. Not really. Not yet, man. No. Deal with the problem that you know is the problem,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. and that's getting the shooting. You, you mentioned, uh, like, last thing and then we'll wrap up, uh, the, the winnable schedule the Bulls have in front of them here in the month of December. Yeah. They're 9-14. and 14. Yeah. It is very possible that this team is back towards 500, maybe even Excuse at 500 me. by the time we get to New Year's Eve. It's possible. It's not. Un, it's it's not, not impossible. It's not impossible. They have so many winnable games in this December schedule ahead of them. It's not Ethan Hawk. I'll tell not you not what, impossible. though. Bull or no bull? No bull. If this team is still five games under 500 mm-hmm. by New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. stash is coming off. Mm-hmm. Gotta change something
1: do mm. Don't let him take the stash. I don't want I don't want to see him this early without it. It's winter time. He needs a stash. He Got needs the warmth. Got to
2: do something different. He Dave. needs the
1: warmth, man. What will do? What would you do, Will? Shave the stash? You gonna would you would you shave I'll the beard? Grow a stash for a week and then shave it. <laughs> Joey, you got a mustache. Can you grow a
2: mustache? Yeah. Okay. Are you kidding me? Look at that freaking five o'clock shadow. No, I see the shadow, but lip. I'm just
1: some people who get that. You know, still can't grow that. You know. What I'm I saying? don't know if I could
3: grow I that, that exactly, yeah. but I something think could, like
1: but it wouldn't be, be wouldn't tough work for me. Wouldn't work for you. He understands his limitations.
2: I understand gentlemen. my limitations. I'm software. <laughs> Your limitations are looking exactly like Chris Evans. In there you go, Captain America, Young Maverick. All right, y'all, we're out of here. <laughs> Keep it locked on the CHGF Sports YouTube channel. Make, your, make sure you're subscribed to the channel if you aren't already so you get those alerts every time we go live. We got the White Sox crew coming up at 5.30. Woo-hoo. MLB winter meetings going on right now. The White Sox We D-O-N. got our people on the ground out there in San Diego. And then we got Blackhawks in action tonight. They're taking on the Devils after that. The Blackhawks crew will be here mm-hmm. for a live post-game show for you guys. Um, until tomorrow, when we will see y'all for pre-game, yeah. 6.30 Chicago time, you can follow us on the Twitter machine. Will underscore Gottlieb, BOWL Sports, <coughs> Bulls underscore Peck. Our pal producer Joey is at Joey's Pathes. Yeah, we are at CSGO mm-hmm. mm-hmm. underscore Bulls. Not overscore, underscore. Which, by the way, pinned at the top of that CSGO underscore Bulls Twitter account is where you can find the links to get your tickets to our Bulls takeover on December 16th. We'll talk to you tomorrow for pregame. Until then, hit that thumbs up. And before you head out, appreciate you as always for tuning in. For Joey, Will, Big Dave, on am Pexy. Red, be good. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace.